This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C, we spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast believes wrestling is a buffet. There's something there for everyone. These guys cover local Chicago indie scene, and all of their episodes can be found at twoheelsandaface.com. The number two heelsandaface.com Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Monday, September the 26th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to bring you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling. Whether it's AEW, WWE, or so many more. We're here on a daily to make sure you get all the information about what's happening backstage and what's happening in the ring. 
With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right to the headlines. Starting over on E-Wrestling News, Wardlow reveals the top people in AEW who have helped him out the most. Now Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour, Wardlow was a recent guest on Dynamite Download Podcast to discuss a variety of professional wrestling topics, including the people who have helped him out the most during his time in wrestling. Now additionally, the current AEW TNT champion cited that Cody Rhodes was a huge influence on his career. Let's check out what he had to say. On the people that have helped him out the most, QT, QT's the man, he said. QT is the man in so many ways, people have no clue. There's so much that I could say about QT Marshall, but yeah, him and Arn Anderson. Now, additionally, he would go on to talk about Cody Rhodes. He would go on and say, I would say the biggest. So obviously Cody Rhodes is a huge influence and it really helped me a lot when I was starting out. I've always been really cool with Cody and vice versa. Cody and QT were my first coaches in AEW and I started with them. I mean, the whole cage match with Cody, I love Cody and I always will support him no matter what, no matter what he's doing. And you know what? He's never done anything but support me. I have never seen him do anything other than that with other people as well. That's just my perspective. On how the others have helped him out, he would go on to say Cash and Dax of FTR. Sean Spears was huge as well. He also acknowledged that a lot of people in AEW also shared the same feelings as well. We've all bonded and we share a relationship and we've grown closer to one another. Now, he would also talk about Spears' role in the feud with MJF. Now, unfortunately, Sean Spears lost his mind there for a while and I think he's reeling it back right now. I think he finally is back to reality and thank goodness for that. I thought we were going to be losing one of them, especially when it came to the MF, MJF situation, but everything worked on out. If you'd like to find out more about what Wardlow had to say about the people in AEW who have mouthed the most, continue following the wrestling news and more information will be forthcoming. Andrew Ravens is also rating in that the ratings for Friday night's AEW Rampage are in. Friday night's AEW Rampage Grand Slam edition averaged 522,000 viewers, which was a .17 rating in the key demos of 18 to 49. Now, the first hour did 558,000 viewers with a .18, while the second hour did 486,000 viewers with a .16 rating. Now, last week, the show did 470,000 viewers with a .14 rating in the key 18 to 49. Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics reported on all these numbers. Now, the episode featured the Golden Ticket Battle Royal for a shot at the AEW World Championship. TBS champion Jade Cargill took on Diamante, Eddie Kingston versus Sammy Guevara, Ricky Starks took on Powerhouse Hobbs, Jungle Boy versus Ray Phoenix, Sting and Darby Allen versus Buddy Matthews and Brody King, and Hook and Action Bronson took on Matt Menard and Angelo Parker, as well as Samoa Joe and Wardlow took on Tony Nese and Josh Woods. For more information on everything happening on Rampage, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be forthcoming. Coming in at this hour, Andrew Ravens is also writing in, AEW star shares cryptic tweet amid rumors of WWE sending feelers out to other wrestlers. AEW wrestler Andrade dropped a cryptic tweet on Monday after WWE reportedly reached out to certain AEW stars about returning to WWE now that Triple H is in charge. Now, Malachi Black got his conditional release from AEW and is taking time off from wrestling to deal with some personal issues. Buddy Matthews also stated that he will be taking some time away from pro wrestling so he can recharge. 
Now, it's reported that they m both may be done with AEW, but they haven't received their full releases yet. Now, Ryan Frederick reported that Andrade very possibly also sent feelers out by WWE. Andrade sent out a tweet with an hourglass, which may have fans thinking that his time is just a matter before he's gone. However, this also could be referring to his return to AEW TV, as he hasn't been seen on AEW TV programming since All Out. For more information on all the speculation of wrestlers potentially going to either companies, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Andrew Ravens is also writing in at this hour that the Ring of Honor world title will be defended on Wednesday night's episode of Dynamite. President Tony Khan announced today that former Ring of Honor world champion Bandito will get his chance at Chris Jericho, who is the current Ring of Honor world champion, when Dynamite takes place live from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, this week. You can check out the official announcement, which was posted by Tony Khan earlier today. Now, as everyone knows, Chris Jericho defeated Claudio Castanoli last week on AEW Dynamite Grand Slam, which happened at Arthur Ashe Stadium. For more information on this, continue following E-Wrestling News, and more information will be forthcoming. WWE roster was not informed about Buddy Matthews' departure from the company. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour, AEW roster had no idea that Buddy Matthews was scheduled to depart from the company prior to his announcement. At a recent indie event, Matthews announced that he will be taking a break from pro wrestling, which will result in him not competing or being on AEW programming. While speaking with the Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer noted that AEW talent were not made aware of this announcement regarding Buddy Matthews not being with the company. This is a quote. I know that a lot of talent did not know any of this just until today. It's not like the word was going around Wednesday when they were taping that this was going to be Buddy's last match in the company or anything like that. No one really knew anything. For more information on the situation with Buddy Matthews and whether or not he will get released from AEW to pursue other options, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Matt Hardy is making news at this hour. Andrew Ravens is writing in, Matt Hardy shares the one aspect of a steel cage match that he would personally change in wrestling. Now, Matt Hardy has had his fair share of steel cage matches in his professional wrestling career. During the latest episode of his podcast, The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, the AEW wrestler discussed the changes that he would make to the match. Hardy said he would take away the ability to win the match by exiting through the cage door. This is what he said in a quote. I'm okay with escaping the cage, but the one thing I would definitely remove is that you could actually get out through the door. I've hated that rule ever since day one, Hardy would say. It's so anticlimactic. The fact that you can just walk out the door and step to the floor, that's just too boring. If you're going to do it, you have to escape the cage over the top to win. That's the way it should be made. So that way, it adds a little bit of excitement and intrigue to the match as well. Now, if you'd like to find out more, continue following Matt Hardy on all forms of social media and definitely subscribe to his Extreme of Life Matt Hardy podcast, which is available anywhere fine podcasts are made available. Joshua Jones is writing in at this hour. Brody King gives an update on his status within AEW. Joshua Jones writes in, as previously reported, the House of Blacks, Malachi Black, and Buddy Matthews appear to be leaving or at least on hiatus from All Elite Wrestling. Now, Black was given what we call a conditional release, while Matthews' last match was rumored to have taken place at Rampage Grand Slam. Now, reports suggest both men are interested in leaving to go back to WWE now that Triple H is in charge of creative. 
House of Black's Brody King address on Twitter whether he would follow his fellow members' footsteps in leaving the company. According to King, he's not going anywhere. Now, this is what he had to say. I am not leaving. If you'd like to find out more about the House of Black and what's going to be happening, continue following e-wrestling news and more information on the House of Black will be forthcoming. Tony Khan is making news at this hour. Thomas Lawson's writing in, Tony Khan is not hot on AEW talent wanting to leave to join WWE. AEW President Tony Khan is not thrilled with the idea of releasing talent from his promotion who are still under contract simply for them to go and join WWE. In February, Cody Rhodes announced his departure from AEW and returned to WWE in the spring. Now, earlier this month, as we reported, Malachi Black was granted his conditional release from AEW, which reports that he is eyeing a return to WWE. In the latest edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer reported that Tony Khan is not pleased following Buddy Matthews' recent announcement of going on to a hi hiatus. Now, regarding Buddy Matthews, AEW has not made any comment on his situation. It appears to be a situation similar to Malachi Black, where nothing is going to be released at this time. Now, there's no confirmation of a release that has been going around at all. He's got a long-term deal. If he wants to go back to WWE, he has to work something out with Tony. We're also told that Tony Khan is not hot on releasing people just so they could go back to WWE and see how things play out. But there is a feeling that he and Black are done in AEW, and for certain, both will be gone at least for the foreseeable future. Now once again, Matthew's most recent match came in last week's Rampage Grand Slam event where he and Brody King lost to Sting and Darby Allin. For more information, continue following eWrestling News, and we will have more information on everything happening behind the scenes in AEW. Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour, Freddie Prince Jr. names MJF the GOAT of AEW. Now, former WWE creative team writer Freddie Prince Jr. has plenty of praise for AEW's MJF, branding him the GOAT of Tony Khan's promotion. Now, MJF's heel antics and refusal to break character have earned him the admiration of fans and wrestlers alike, with the salt of the earth being considered the pillar of the company. Now, on the latest edition of Wrestling with Freddie podcast, the actor and writer spoke about MJF being so money. He would say this, I love that kid so much. I just feel even when things get screwed up, it's okay. The seas are stormy, man. He has a whole storyline with CM Punk ready to go and then eight months out injured, but don't worry, I got this, and then boom, he kills it three weeks in a row, nothing to worry about. When Prince Jr. hosted Jeff Die, he questioned MJF being the GOAT, and Freddie agreed, yeah, I think he is. Now, Prince Jr. would go on to say, and I quote, the GOAT of AEW, this dude is so good, he sent out an entire faction, the firm, I think it was like six different dudes, and that's basically AEW's owner, Tony Khan, saying, Please, help get these guys over. Now, MJF has a guaranteed AEW World Championship match, resulting from winning the casino ladder match that happened at All Out 2022. For more information on what Freddie Prince Jr. has to say about the world of wrestling, and specifically his feelings about MJF, continue following eWrestling News and more is following. Thomas Lawson's also writing, the latest on which AEW stars are interested in going back to WWE. AEW stars have significance to wanting to go back to WWE because Triple H is now in charge. In recent weeks, we've seen 
most notable departures, obviously with Malachi Black getting his conditional release and a potential of Buddy Matthews taking a hiatus. Once again, Ryan Frederick from Wrestling Observer asked about Miro possibly going back to WWE and if that would be something that he would like to do. And he said this, Miro does not want to go back to WWE. The only guys that really want to go back are the ones who have significant others that are currently in other companies right now. Now both Black and Matthews have partners in WWE. Black is married to Zelina Vega and Matthews is dating Judgment Day's Rhea Ripley. AEW's Andrade is married to WWE Charlotte Flair, who hasn't been seen on TV since losing the SmackDown Women's Championship to Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania Backlash. For more information on this, continue following eWrestling News, and we will have more information on everything happening in the world of AEW. Soraya clarifies the pronunciation of her name. Ryan Clark writes in at this hour, Soraya, who is formerly known as Paige in WWE, made her official debut with All Elite Wrestling this past Wednesday night's episode of Dynamite. Now on Saturday, the former WWE Divas Champion took to Twitter to make sure people know how to pronounce her name now that she's in AEW. She said, my name is pronounced Soraya. She went ahead and spelled it out phonetically as well for fans. Now Soraya will be cutting a promo on this Wednesday's night episode of Dynamite to address her debut and why she decided to come to AEW. With more information, continue following eWrestling News and we will have more information. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. Does Swerve Strickland really want to go back to WWE and join Hit Row? Let's find out some more. Now AEW star Swerve Strickland has obviously heard about Hit Row returning to WWE since Triple H took over creative. Now he has nothing but high praise for the former stablemates he once worked with. During a recent appearance on Under the Ring podcast, Strickland commented on his former factions returned to WWE and gave his thoughts on each individual member, Topdala, B-Fab, Ashante, and Theodonis. You can check out all of his comments in the podcast below. Now also, you, his comments on Hit Row returning to WWE, he would say, I'm happy to see where they're at now. I'm happy to see them in the mix, and I'm happy to see those three individuals getting a chance to perform again at that level. Under Triple H's regime, they have more of an opportunity to express themselves, to truly showcase what their potential on their own can be, and truly reach new heights. We got it on the main roster. All four of us were on the main roster. But you know what? Now I'm excited to see how much further they can take it from here. For more information, continue following Swerve Strickland and continue following eWrestling News as more information will be coming forward. Ricky Starks is making news at this hour. Ricky Starks doesn't want to be involved in being any pillars of AEW. Now, Ricky Starks doesn't want to be referred to in any talk regarding being a pillar of AEW. And it was a response from a tweet from a fan over the weekend who suggested that Starks was one of the pillars of All Elite Wrestling. The AEW star said he doesn't want to be mentioned in that conversation going forward. He would say in a response, and I quote, Sorry, I don't wish to be involved in any pillar talk anymore. We're way past that conversation. We can leave it to those who are big on definitions and things that define them. But I stand alone. I'm on an island, but I'm always, always supporting myself. During last Friday night's episode of Rampage Grand Slam, Starks beat his former tag team partner Powerhouse Hobbs in a Lights Out Anything Goes match. More information on Ricky Starks continue following E-Wrestling News, and more information will be coming forward. 
Ryan Clark's also writing about best friends appearing on Hey He W. We also have some news on Adam Cole and some new news on Impact Wrestling. You can check out the late edition of RJ City's Hey EW, the YouTube series, and the guest this week is going to be Best Friends. You can also check out Adam Cole's latest YouTube video. In this episode, Cole plays some stray for a cat for the first time. You can also check out the latest edition of WWE's Top 10. The episode focuses on the top 10 family betrayals in wrestling. And finally, Impact Wrestling posted the following digital media to their YouTube account as well. UCW, which features Jack Price versus Ace Austin versus Rohit Raju. For more information on all of this, continue following eWrestling News and more information on all of these individuals and promotions will be forthcoming. Cody Rhodes is making news at this hour. Cody Red says he currently has the strength of an 11-year-old. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. Cody Rhodes is still recovering from undergoing surgery for a torn pectoral muscle he suffered in a match against Seth Rollins back at Hell in a Cell. Now, Rhodes recently spoke with TMZ Sports to discuss how WWE has been treating him since he's been away from the company. Additionally, the American Nightmare provided an update on his pec, saying he currently has the strength of an 11-year-old. What does he mean by all of this? Now, on how WWE has been treating him. No complaints, Rhodes would say. They've treated me like the house that is built around me. They're great, and honestly, it's been amazing. It ended, but you know what? We're still back, and we're rolling fast. When I tore my pec, it was like the best three months of my life, and hopefully we can get back to that point again soon. Now, on how his pec is doing. I was told that I had the strength of an 11-year-old as of right now, but I was pretty strong at 11, so hopefully strength will starting to be coming back soon. Now, on a timeline for his return back to WWE, this is what Cody had to say. You know what? They haven't really given me one because they know I'm stupid and I'm going to try to test it. I've got my mind where I want to be, and I think a lot of fans have in their minds where they would like for me to be. And hopefully, we're in the same area. I do agree with what's going on right now. I just have to be patient and see what happens next and what we will do. Right now, everything is speculative and it's in the air. Hopefully, it's a run people will remember and when I am healthy to have it. For more information on everything Cody Rhodes and his injury, continue following Ryan Clark and more information will be forthcoming over on eWrestling News. Wardlow claims that the AEW World Championship has been in shambles as of late. Joshua Jones writes in at this hour, During a recent appearance on Dynamite Download podcast, AEW TNT champion Wardlow discussed AEW's World Heavyweight Championship situation and what he thinks about his former boss, MJF. Now, this is what he had to say about MJF. Ah, oh, and Max, you know, I mean, I have to admit, Max is very good at what he does, clearly. It doesn't take away from the fact that he truly, wholeheartedly is a piece of crap. People have really have no idea or any clue who he is, truly. Now, for the people that think he's like, oh, well, he never really turns it off. He's just really good at his gimmick. No, it has nothing to do with him not turning it off. That's who he really is. They're so blind to not see it. They're so stupid. Now, on the thoughts of the AEW World Championship Tournament, he would go on to say, The state of the world title has been in shambles for months, and the only thing I can say about it is if Wardlow was the AEW World Champion, he would still be the champion. AEW Champion. 
I would have been the summer of Wardlow, and it would have been the fall of Wardlow, and then it would be the winter, and then the spring, and then the summer again of Wardlow, and I'm not messing around anymore. Everybody wants to play hot potato with that thing. You know what? Give it to me and watch how I will take off with it. Now, do we believe that Wardlow will become AEW World Champion at some point? Definitely share your thoughts and your comments over on eWrestling News, and you can also leave them over on my Twitter account at M-I-K-E-F-R-E-L-A-N-D. The aforementioned MJF is also making news at this hour, criticizing another wrestling promotion. Thomas Lawson's writing in MJF says, I don't know why people pretend New Japan Pro Wrestling is important. AEW wrestler MJF has ruled out appearing on any New Japan Pro Wrestling show, no matter how much Japanese promotions willing to pay. MJF recently returned to AEW programming following a three-month absence at All Out 2022 when he won the Casino Ladder Match. Now, AEW's been working with New Japan Pro Wrestling, and fans have saw a very successful AEW New Japan Forbidden Door event happen earlier this year. Now, speaking to Barstool Wrestling, MJF had harsh words for the promotion he addressed. He said, and I quote, I'm going to the highest bidder. Now, could anybody be technically the highest bidder? Sure, but it's not going to be New Japan Wrestling. I hate New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's literally, I don't understand how people still pretend it's a company and that it's even important. It's wild to me. They could pay me a, mil a billion dollars and I still wouldn't go. Now, MJF's current deal with AEW expires on January 1st, 2024, and he has teased leaving AEW, potentially for the WWE or another rival promotion that's willing to pay him money. Now, the Salt of the Earth recently negotiated a new deal with AEW. However, it would not extend the length of his contract, which, once again, he is reportedly making over a million dollars now a year. But if you ask MJF, it's way over. Continuing on with the news, Booker T reveals what working with Soraya was like, also known as Paige, in the WWE. Ryan Clark writes in, WWE Hall of Famer Booker T and Soraya, formerly known as Paige, worked together for several years in WWE. During the latest edition of his Hall of Fame podcast, the former WWE and WCW Heavyweight Champion reminisced about his time working with her and how he thinks that she will be now that she is in AEW, here are some of his comments. Now, first on Soraya's return to wrestling at AEW. That smile, that just radiating through her. Yeah, man, I'm glad to see her back. For me personally, Paige has always been one of my favorites. She's always been that chick. I'm just so glad to see that she is back. Now, on what it was like working with her in the WWE. I'm serious. It was like a night off working with Paige. I remember getting her in trouble one night because I told her to introduce me as the OG brother from the hood. And she got it. And then she got an email. And then she got in trouble for people on social media. I actually had to go out there and defend her. I said, come on, guys. I told her to say that. She wouldn't just do anything like that on her own. I always had a good time working with Paige. Now on seeing Soraya back in the ring again, this is what he said. I'm just glad to see her out there chasing her dreams because, man... She is really what it's all about. If you'd like to find out more about what Booker T had to say about the formerly known page, now Soraya and AEW, continue following eWrestling News, and more information will be forthcoming. Now, the producers for AEW's Rampage have now officially been revealed. 
Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. According to a report from Fightful, the following producers put together the matches that happened at Rampage's Grand Slam. Now, the show was taped on Wednesday night after AEW Dynamite went off the air. BJ Whitmer and Luther produced House of Black versus Darby Allin and Sting, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews. They are still listed as the House of Black internally. QT Marshall produced 2.0 versus Hook and Axon Bronson match. Also, QT Marshall, Tony Khan, and Pat Buck produced the Golden Ticket Battle Royal match as well. Pat Buck and Davari produced Tony Nese and Josh Woods versus Wardlow and Samoa Joe. Sanjay Dutt produced the Jungle Boy versus Ray Phoenix match. Both Jungle Boy and Ray Phoenix are listed as baby faces internally. Christopher Daniels and Serpentico produced Samuel Guevara and Eddie Kingston. And Madison Rain produced Diamante versus Jade Cargill. Both Diamante and Cargill are also listed as heels internally. For more information on the producers from Friday's Rampage, continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be forthcoming. If you're enjoying this podcast, continue following it. Remember, Headlines is a one-stop shop podcast that absolutely is free of charge. We cover everything happening in your favorite promotions. Whatever's making the headlines, we are reporting it to you. Whether that's WWE, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, and so many more. The podcast is available to you anywhere fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, that is going to do it for all of the headlines right now on this edition of Headlines. If you'd like to listen to the podcast, like I said, continue listening, and you can download it anywhere podcasts are made available. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and I will catch you on the next episode of Headlines. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network.